to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Foltz, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. We're back again. We're discussing Bachelor Season 25, Episode 9. The shittiest show, <laughs> the biggest shithouse of a show, since Shitty McShitalot shat his way to the top of the shit Olympics, Chris. <laughs> Fucking, are we done with this show yet? <laughs> No, because we're doing it every time it's on, David. That is not the attitude to have. However, I do agree. This episode was a fucking shit show, my friend, of the highest proportion. We got the VT. It was filmed on the 4th of Feb, everyone, just in case for, you know, the controversy that's gone after this, you know, Chris Harrison and all of his stuff, uh, quite rightly addressed. He's still there, Dave. However... Nobody's learned a fucking thing over what they've seen of themselves in these last few weeks, Dave. Now, there's only one place to start for me, Dave. Where do you want to start? <laughs> well, I was going to start with the first constant, uh, confrontation. I was going to start yes. with Jasenia and MJ, because I know there is one person who hasn't learned a fucking thing, Chris, which I know you're probably itching to get yeah. to. But, um, <laughs> you know... I mean, that's fucking ridiculous, that. ABC have, have fallen short for me with all of this. And for me, putting that little, you know, this was previously recorded, so so don't abuse us because, you know, we've kind of shot this stuff and so we have to show it now, you know. So they're almost apologizing without actually coming out and apologizing. It's just, it's too short for me. But anyway, getting on to Jasenia and MJ, you know, again, all I saw here was, um, you know, Chris Harrison put Jasenia on the spot straight away. Apparently, MJ, all she did was, um, what did she say she was doing? She she wasn't being fake. Oh, she owned it. That was it. She owned everything straight away. She went and told Matt. I think uh, this must have been in the deleted scenes, Chris, because I didn't see any of this. <laughs> I didn't see her own in oh. shit. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, there was plenty of people kind of sticking up for MJ. I think Mari says, you know, I shared a room with her and, you know, she is absolutely not fake. Um, so, I, again, I, I don't – I think people are getting hung up on the fake thing there. But, uh, I mean, we'd called her out for a few episodes before she actually went, before this thing with Jasenia blowed great yep. bit of english there for you chris blew yep. up yep. um and yeah she came across like an utter mean girl and a bully so she got what she deserved for me but she doesn't see it that way clearly no dave and she wasn't the only one on this episode mj and all the others are fucking deluded if you can call yourself a strong character with strong views when really what you mean is I'm a fucking bitch, and I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm just going to be mean to you. Then there is MJ in one fail swoop day because she's horrid. She's absolutely horrid, and she wasn't. Look, she's not the worst one on the episode. I would say there was a little bit of relief later on, but with MJ herself, Dave, it just—it was just again a snowball. When they're all together, they're just toxic. There's four or five of them together, and they're just horrid, horrid people. Look, I'm not saying that. 
other people, we didn't see everything that was filmed. We got little snippets tonight again, which was better to see a bit more real life stuff of Matt and some of the girls, some of the outtakes, some of the daft things that they did. That's like you said last week, it's the real stuff we want to see, not this fucking pre-produced bollocks where everyone's on cue. Like, can you just do that again? Can you walk it? Can you say that again? All like towie shit, you know, absolute nonsense. You know, it's, uh, Tawi, by the way, for anyone who's not in the UK, is the only way he's Essex. It's a reality show, which is just not even reality. It's just completely fake. Um, and very, like the Hills, Dave, he's watched, Sam used to watch the Hills, so it's like that, and we have American listeners. But genuinely, she's horrid. And Jasenia was right what she was saying. MJ just having none of it. And what I find ridiculous, Dave, with Chris Harrison and that, especially in this day and age, is the show actively wants bullies on it. It does. Yeah. It don't yeah. care what you say. I'm not saying you disagree with me, but it does. It actually wants people. We all want a bit of drama. You know me. I'm like, oh, I'd love a bit of a punch up and that. It's all tongue in cheek. I don't want to see anybody get chinned or smacked or anything, but you want a bit of a scuffle where like the, the, the bouncers come on or there's something going off, something like, oh my God, you know, but you know that nobody's been hurt. More pride's been hurt than anything. Chris Harrison just completely gets the fucking lighter fluid out and just stokes them flames. Look, I like the show. I like the ridiculousness of it. It's been pathetic watching some of these women here. And they're not even women, the girls, Dave, the way they act. But I can't get past the fact that the more I watch this tonight, it was all about bullying. And I find it ridiculous that he never interjected and really stepped in and backed some of the girls up. Uh, no, and and it got to a ridiculous level for me when I, I, I'm going to come back to that. So stick a pin in that. But the insincerity of it, Chris, of all the shows that we've covered, I find this one the most problematic and toxic out of out of all the shows that we've done. And we have we have reviewed some bottom feeder shows, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> We've yep. re- reviewed some proper trash TV. Chris, too hot to handle had more morals than this fucking bachelor shit does. Hey, fucking Labour loved it, and that was about impregnating a woman. <laughs> that was the end well, goal of the show. That was just a fucking spin-off bachelor, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. With the fucking first episode, having them all fucking giving a pulling semen sample. Yeah, go off. in there and pull your pud. So- <laughs> Is your copy of Debbie Does Dallas? Go on, see what you can do. You've got 10 minutes. Fucking hell. You've been fucking there for about half an hour. They've just been ripping your shoulder out if you're under pressure like that. <laughs> oh, but, but let me come back to the insincerity of Chris Harrison in a bit. The next bit that they tackled was uh, when the five girls come in. So, you know, this is the first time apparently this had happened. Um, Ryan, you know, says that it, it was a rough start and, you know, she seems to single out Victoria and she was at the forefront. That's, that's exactly what we saw. Again, Chris, talking about people who haven't learned anything at all. Victoria turns it around. So, so you know, Ryan had, had been called a hoe by Victoria because she's a dancer. And Victoria asks Ryan, are you, are you sensitive? You know, in a real fucking condescending way. And she turns it back, you know, she t- makes it about her then. She's like, oh, I've had all this hate on social media and it's fine with me, you know, and blah, blah, fucking blah. It was really annoying. But then you seem to, it seemed to be equal as well. You've still got this mean girls camp, you know, people who are quite happy to stick up for Victoria. But in that moment, I just felt, 
you know, they, Victoria's learned nothing there. And again, I, I don't think any of them had. Trying to turn it round that it was all about it. It wasn't the problem. Wasn't Victoria? The problem was Ryan being offended by a little joke there. They've, if you call someone, I think it was a cheap ass hoe or something like that, and she's being sensitive. Hello, McFly. Yeah. You know what Victoria is, Dave? This is this is Chris's analogy now. My analogy. Victoria is the type of person who would slap you across the face, and as soon as you slapped her back, she'd be the first one to go and ring the police up and go, "Oh my god, I've just been slapped." No, hello. What did you do to get someone to slap? She she is just so ridiculous she cannot see when she's being a bitch she's not learned a thing and i don't condone death threats because that's what she was uh, insinuating she mentioned it but we didn't actually go into it and that's fine you, I, I don't agree with that whatever i think of her as a person however a lot of the backlash she got online dave and i don't like online bullying or anything but she brought a lot of it on herself and she, she's gonna keep doing it people watched that last night tonight and they're gonna be watching it going oh she's not learned a thing you know what I mean? She did. We had the beef with Katie, but you've got Serena C, who I think is as vicious as MJ and uh, uh, Victoria. I really do. Serena C yeah. is is she's wicked as well. She she went at it. So then we get the Victoria Katie beef. A bit of so, interaction. Oh, okay. I want to stick on that though. So so yeah. don't skip over it. Okay. <laughs> go, on, go on. You get a bit of interaction. What, what were you going to say? Yeah, then? yeah. Get a bit of interaction between them and obviously victoria you know katie dave there's no doubt about it katie's the next bachelorette the way they built her up tonight and she had her own little segment with chris harrison 100 percent. she's definitely and the way she was dealing with herself it's like she'd been preened before you know proper told what to say and where to steer the conversation it was too polished for me dave i, I she's definitely going to be the bachelorette like the uh, reality steve had leaked only a few weeks ago it, it, it without doubt for me but the whole Victoria and Katie thing, again, Victoria, not got a clue. And uh, Serena went at her. There was a few others went at her. <clears throat> Just horrid, Dave. Horrid to watch. You know, I, I think, though, with that whole beef with Victoria, what I found really fascinating was how many of the other girls ganged up on Katie. And it wasn't just the the traditional mean girls. Chelsea was sticking the boot in as well. Piper was sticking the boot in. So, and it was it was like they were all getting at Katie because she'd created this toxicity by telling Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I couldn't believe it, Chris. I was watching it and I was just thinking, Am I the only one who's seeing this? Are they for fucking real? They're basically saying, because you went and told Matt, you created the problem. She didn't yeah. create the fucking problem. You know what this reminds me of, Chris? It was a brilliant South Park episode. And it was, as they do, they nail satire brilliantly. And it was it was, um, it was, was about, like, the Catholic Church. And this priest, he goes to... Uh, he goes to Rome and he brings, you know, up the case that, you know, there's lots of cases of child abuse that keep getting reported and it's got out of control. And then they're all sat around saying, yes, 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 we have to find a way to fix this problem. Yes, 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 we need to fix the problem. We need to figure out how we stop these children telling on us. <laughs> and the priest is like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not the problem. <laughs> that is not the problem. That's not the root cause. The root cause is you doing this shit in the first place. 
that's how I found all those fucking girls tonight were getting on at Katie for telling him for telling Matt about how fucking how toxic and and what a bullying environment it was. So I I found that again I kind of I'm disgusted by it, but I'm also fascinated by it as well because they they obviously they lived through it. They've watched the edited show back. And they've still come to that conclusion. They haven't said, you know what? Serena C hasn't come back and said, you know what? I came off like a right dick there. I didn't realize, you know, I, I need to have a long, hard look at myself in the mirror. And, uh, you know, I, I I don't like the person that I saw. So I'm going to have to do something about that. None of them. They were all convinced Katie was the problem. Yeah. You know what, David? And I, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot that with Chelsea. And Chelsea had not done anything wrong when we'd watched the series before she left. But that comment dropped my jaw. That was still Scooby-Doo. I would have got away if it weren't for them pesky kids. It's like <laughs> yeah. exactly what you just said. Exactly the same. I was like, so we're condoning bullying now. And as long as you don't get caught out or someone finds out, yeah. we're fine with that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fine. If that's the life you want to lead then it's no fucking wonder Matt didn't pick any of yours. You know, the more I watched this episode, I was like, Matt made so many good decisions with these people. He really did, because some of them are fucking horrid. You know, I mean, Chelsea, I'd never had a bad word to say about her. I didn't really have any beef with her at all through the show. We didn't really see a lot. She seemed quite genuine, but the fact that she came out with that statement, and I don't know whether her wording was incorrect, but it was just like, wow, you have made an absolute <laughs> cock up for me. And and yeah. I will give Victoria slack, Dave, as much as what I said about MJ and that, she did apologize to Katie. And whether it was sincere, it looks sincere. Whether it is, I don't know. But Katie did go back at them. And I'm not adverse to the fact that Katie may, Dave, have just been very clever She's watched the shows previously and she's played the game and she's played all of them. And now they're all gutted going, oh shit, she's done us. You know what I mean? But she may be, but what she spoke to Matt about that I saw was correct. I'm not, not saying what, if she's done something else. but None of them said in that about a, a conversation, you know, that happened off air or anything. No. None of them talked about anything like that. There were no clues that, you know, there was a lot more kind of devious play about, Katie, I think someone said, like, you know, well, how did you think that would affect your relationship with Matt? You know, as if to say, you know, are you trying to clear the decks? Are you trying to get rid of everyone? So, you know, there's only you left. I, I, I'm just amazed, Chris, how that was all spun. So I'm personally, I'm not leaving the door open like that. I don't think. I think it's just people uh, forgiving themselves, you know, seeing it with rose-tinted specs, what they've done. And blaming the wrong person for the wrong fucking problem. Don't be such a bunch of arseholes, Chris. That's true. <laughs> and then there's no problem. Don't be a dick. Hashtag don't be a dick. So, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so, right. Then they get up Britney. Now, I actually have, I'm going to redirect my venom, Chris, because I, I feel like I've come in hot today. Yeah. You get Britney and old fucking Chris Harrison there. He's so empathetic, isn't he? Let's talk about that moment when you were accused, uh, you know, of being a high, high-end escort. So not only did people show it on the show, but we're going to create a little spotlight for it right here on this on this uh, segment here. And uh, you know, so they showed Anna talking about the rumors and stuff and telling Victoria. And actually, I did feel in that moment that Anna's apology 
looked sincere to me. But what I would say is, uh, I don't know if you noticed the comment that Brittany said, you know, since the show finished, she hadn't heard from Anna. And obviously, both in Chicago, they both obviously both have some uh, some friends that are, that are the same by the sounds of it. So the fact that she hasn't done it before, you know, leaves a doubt in my mind whether it was sincere. But it did look sincere to me. And unlike Victoria, it was unreserved. There was not. There was not. There was no caveats. There was no trying to excuse it by something or other. Um. Now the thing, the problem I have with this, Chris. So Anna was absolutely in the wrong here, and we saw it and we called it out for the episode. She was right to be sent home, and Matt, you know, later on he was fairly gracious, wasn't he, in saying, "Look, we've all said stupid shit, and you know, you you." That doesn't make you a terrible person, but you have to be accountable for what you've done as well. So he was absolutely standing by the decision to send her home, and he was right. The problem I have with all of this is the villain I don't think is Anna. You know, she she said something stupid. She, you know, she's created these toxic rumors. How many people, Chris, are in that supply chain going from the cameraman through the producers, through the editors, through all these chains of approval, make sure it's all um, okay to be shown on TV. There are probably tens of people who work on The Bachelor who have pushed that forward as a storyline. This could have all been avoided. If they're that fucking empathetic... And like Chris Harrison saying, oh, I'm sorry, you had to go through this and stuff. It was just a conversation in the house until they decided to make a highlight of it in the show and make it a big feature in the show. And now in Women Tell All, they're going to highlight it all again. And he's saying, oh, this is is so terrible. So terrible. Great fucking TV, though. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really true because at the end of the day, it's talking about Anna and, and Brittany had said quite rightly, you know, a mum watches this, what the hell am I going to do? You broke me. Why don't you apologise? And I agree. I think Anna's apology was sincere, Dave. What I do, and, and she had no excuse. I, I, I like the fact that she did say, I just said it. I did have people messaging me and, and blah, blah, blah. But that's what I said to you about the faintness of the show because she wasn't even in the show at the start. So she obviously knew she was coming in, Brittany. Uh, Anna, sorry. Britney was coming in. So so it's like when I said to you at the time when she came in, it's like, well, if you'd have messages, she wasn't even in your group at the start. So we all know well, that's bullshit. I agree. Again, condoning bullying. What they should have done for me is fucked Anna off, kicked her out, and not even mentioned what happened and just said she's she's broken the code of the Bachelor show. Yeah. It's gone. By doing what they've done, that is that Britney could have literally done something really drastic because of the show, Dave. And and you're right, it's all about ratings at the end of the day. And that's what this did. It got a lot of people talking online. It opened the debate, opened the channels even more. I, I didn't think someone like Victoria would get overshadowed, but really for me, that is probably the worst thing that I've seen on this show and probably any of the shows, to be honest. Speaking of Victoria, she even fucking she was laying into Anna. No. <laughs> she was got she was on a moral high horse and you know, going no. on at Anna. I'm like, really? So God, again. But no, like I say, it seemed like Brittany had accepted the apology. It did seem sincere, but it, it, if you pissed off at anyone, you pissed off at this fucking show. Yeah. 
for for basically you know treading over human souls to to get ratings i i, I my level of distaste for this fucking show chris <laughs> i'm not sure if it's reached the ceiling yet but it feels like it has but anyway <laughs> i'll tell you what we did see something a bit more fun we saw a hide and seek kind of group date that for some reason yeah. wasn't shown for us yeah um, we found out that Kit is clearly shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we also saw, you know, the uh, people were eating raw eggs. Again, Katie threw up at that point. And uh, MJ says, eggs are my worst fear. You know what my worst fear is, Chris? Being, you know, if I'm on a boat uh, in the Pacific Ocean or something and it sinks and I get eaten by a fucking shark. That is my worst fear. I'm not sure you can match that up against eggs. <laughs> oh no, Dave! If you've ever opened a, a, a raw egg that's gone off, they're fucking minging. Oh God, the smell is disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, Dave, we mentioned Katie. As I said, she got a little bit of airtime. I'm completely convinced that she's already been polished and and they're already lining her up for the bachelorette. If it's not the next one, the one after, she's definitely not leaving the bachelor nation. However. The stuff they shown, great. The different things showed, obviously, the old magic one, rampant rabbit she brought in, Dave, even with four <laughs> new batteries. And, and Victoria, was, to be fair, when they were having the ding-dong, Victoria again men- mentioned the vibrator. And I'm like, look, if you've got one, you've got one. I'm sure Victoria has, Dave, but the fact that Katie brought it, it up. It's the fucking, uh, it's the hypocrisy. Of course Victoria's got one, and there's nothing fucking wrong with it. But exactly. Just, yeah, oh, fucking hell, Chris. I know, I know, I know. There isn't anything wrong with that. It's life at the end of the day, Dave. We all have to get our kicks some way, so there's nothing wrong with that. But but what I would say is Katie was genuinely upset that mm. Matt... And that might play into what some of the other girls are saying about her telling tales. However, I felt it was dead weird when... And you said it was more a friendship thing, but when he binned Katie off, I wasn't expecting that. It was, we'd seen the leak, haven't we, earlier saying that. Uh, don't click on this, and as usual, like touching a wet paint thing, I fucking clicked yeah. on it, and everything that <laughs> Reality Steve said was fucking yeah. correct. So. Beware, this is a spoiler. Click. Fuck. Click. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. The fact that we both did it as well. I know, I know. Anyway, 40 fucking odd years old, and we're still falling for the oldest trick in the book, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, I agree. She she did seem really upset, and um, you know, she seemed to suggest that that was the first time she was absolutely being herself. She wasn't making any compromises for anyone else. Seemed to be, you know, quite upset the fact that she's thirty and single. I I, I I'm not as convinced as you are that she's the next bachelorette, but she'd probably be on Bachelor in Paradise or something like that as a minimum. Um, in fact, all the girls who were spotlighted, I reckon, will show up on on another Bachelor show. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I mean, we, I, oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, Dave. Sorry. Um, I, I do agree with that. I was just going to say we we're going to talk about Abigail. I thought that was really sweet. What you know, the, her whole story and, and everything. I thought, you know, what what a lovely person she is. She does seem like a lovely person, and and I can't help but f- out of all of the bullies on this show you know someone who i do feel genuine sympathy for is abigail because she seemed to get a fucking shitty end of the stick didn't she she had an immediate connection you know she got the first impression rose and then 
she didn't really get any look in after that. She didn't get a one-on-one date, so she was left behind. And Matt's done okay on on you know certain situations that have been thrown at him. But I think back to that weak ass excuse about you know basically I felt so comfortable with us, I decided to explore relationships with other people, you know, because I was so comfortable with you. But they've moved ahead, and we haven't. Of course, they fucking haven't. You didn't get, take her on a date for fuck's sake. So she's definitely been shafted, um, and I I just think she'll probably be on on Bachelor in Paradise. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Really, I think it was great that she'd had a lot of support from the deaf community, whether it's people, parents who've got children going through it, and that I thought it was really good. That was, you know, <laughs> in the sea of shit that this show is, Chris. There were a few moments, and and actually that was quite heartwarming, wasn't it? Seeing yeah. all of the other people coming back and saying, you know, um, you know, my kid is, uh, you know, looks up to you and whatever. No, that was that was really good. To be fair, no, it was, and 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 then obviously you had Piper, Dave. She showed her VT, and and she again, she'd sort of been thinking that she was on with Matt, and. Um, you know, she said to him she was falling in love, and Mister Vanilla Matt, like he said, with all of them was. I think I'm falling in love with you or whatever he keeps saying. The same line week after week, hour after hour. Um, and, and again, another one bites the dust. But but then it comes to Serena P. Dave, doesn't it? And she's yeah. the one who basically switched it. And I've got to give a full credit, Dave, because you know what? I, actually, I might double down on something that you've just said, actually. I may actually agree with you. It's more <laughs> than likely that Serena P. might be the bachelorette, Dave because she was strong enough to go, you know what? You're not my guy, I'm gone. That might mm. be the narrative for the next season, you know, Dave. I know we'd seen stuff about... The only reason I'm saying Katie is because seen, I'd seen stuff online saying they think they're lining them up, but Serena P would be the one who would possibly get it because she just went, nope, you're not for me, I'm walking away. That is a good story, isn't it? That mm. would be a good story for the producers to try and uh, spin there. So, yeah, I fully... Yeah, it's a strong, strong decision because she clearly has feelings for Matt, but she's got a lot of doubts as well. Yes. You know, she said, she, you know, he's not her person. And again, I just felt like Harrison. I don't know if I'm just seeing now that everything he does is tainted, but I, I almost feel like, you know, you're breaking some sort of code. If you dare break the harem if you walk away from the harem you know you're that's a terrible thing to do you know yeah. it should be match choice as the bachelor to bin you know off 30 fucking one people <laughs> and so yeah she was clearly upset and i think she she definitely had feelings for him um and a great <sighs> A very brave thing, you know. We, we were laughing about people on here for the right reasons, you know. So the the path of least resistance would would have been for her to go through hometowns and everything. Oh, they've been through hometowns, sorry. Go through the fancy suites and everything, and uh, get to the end. Take the engagement, take the OK magazine deals, all of that, and then say, you know what? Nah, it's just not right for me. Six months down the line, do what all of them fucking do, or most of them do. And just say, yeah, we split up because of our differences. That would have been the easiest thing for her to do, I think. So, yeah, it is um, it is a braver decision. And I hadn't actually thought of Serena P being the Bachelorette, but 
I think that is a that is a pretty damn good shout, Chris. I think you might be mm. right there. Not very often you say that, Dave. But anyway, <laughs> it, it's better than your Burnley prediction. All that's all. <laughs> that's well, all I'll say about that. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, so Dave, I'll tell you what. Now, I know who James Harden is. He's a basketball player. And Matt came out with a beard. Didn't like it, Dave. Don't think it suits him, if I'm being honest. I don't know about you. Well, I mean, the girls seem to like it. I, I mm. mean, personally, I thought I, I, I felt I felt it was a bit uneven because he had a big bushy beard, but then his hair was like trimmed really short. And it mm. just, I, I don't know. It was just odd. You know, we've watched him for weeks now, haven't we? You know, and he's very clean shaven and everything. So, and, and I'd seen it, I'd seen pictures up online and stuff about it. But when he actually walks in, it's still a bit jarring. It's like, well, a bit of a different look. So, yeah, I I don't know. Good luck to him. It's fucking lockdown, oh, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, true, true. I, I, think it, I think for me personally, as a style icon, Dave, that I am, I would have had it a little bit short of the beard. I think it works. It was a little bit, like you say, it, it seemed to be, if he's got a ZZ top beard with the skinhead, that'd look good, probably. That'd probably suit well, him a bit longer. Maybe that's what he's going for. It could be. It could be. When, when we see him next, he might have a full ZZ top beard. But, <laughs> but I just didn't think at the moment he looked very, he's so polished and slick and good looking and, and the way he dresses and that, he's proper got it on and he's got yeah. a great body and everything. And I just, when he come out, I was like, and we'd seen it last week, obviously I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That, mm. I, I, I personally don't think it was just a bit too long, but yeah. Sorry. I was, what I was going to say is I give Matt a lot of credit tonight, Dave, because he tackled all the girls, even the mean ones head on. And he gave them all a bit of a thing, a bit of a, he was all nice to every one of them, even Victoria, Dave. And and I, you know what? I give him credit for that. No, he, he, was brilliant, wasn't he? Proper. Yeah. He should get a job in politics or something because he somehow managed to say the right thing in that in those particular moments tonight. I I couldn't think of one thing that he said that was bad. I was utterly confused. You know, Victoria still feels like she's been hard done to and was getting quite teary. Couldn't quite tell if that was fake or not. Um, but yeah, he, he had nothing but good things to say about her um so yeah fair play matt i i can't really say any more than that um he's done well but i kind of just want to know who's won now even though we think we know who's won anyway don't we yeah we do we do to be fair and obviously i, I did like the fact though dave that you know they alluded to we've got the three girls left and he said something like it'll change the bachelor nation or something so it's it's I don't know what what <laughs> is going to happen fall for that. You're really going to fall. You're going to blow up the Bachelor Nation. This is going to be totally different. This is like no other series you've seen before. Bollocks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, but he is just hyping it. He's just hyping it, Dave. Completely hyping it. But anyway, yeah, he's going to sleep with the three remaining girls, and then he's going to choose one of them. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen next week. Yeah, he is. To be fair, I'll, I'll go with Mystic Horrocks there for that one, Dave. I will, to be fair. <laughs> and now, Dave, we've got a bit of news for everyone, haven't we? So, um... oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should have been more charming tonight. 
<laughs> instead of shitting all over the series that we're covering. <laughs> so what we've done, guys, and it's obviously it's completely we're, we've got a Patreon that we've just created, and uh, we were like, you know, do we do it? Do we not? And we were like, no, let's, you know, we we love the fact that we've got such a good community of people who listen to us, some great friends and things like that. And we've got a couple of tiers on there, three tiers we've got, haven't we, Dave? So we start out with tier one is just the price of a cup of coffee, keeps the lights on, keeps the show going, makes us improve, hopefully. Um, and, you know, um, which is really good. It helps support me and Dave. Then we've got the second tier, which is, um, I think it's seven, is it $7.50, Dave? I think it is. I think it's five pound, isn't it? But seven. <laughs> Yeah, I've said it. Well, I think it's seven dollars fifty. I'm going to go with pounds anyway, guys. You think you I thought, I thought it was five quid. It's a five a quid, but I think it changes it to uh, American dollars is about seven pounds fifty, Dave. So seven dollars we'll, we'll fifty, you mean? Yeah, that that as well. So uh, I always do that when I go to Vegas. I always go. Oh, it's only twenty quid. It's like twenty dollars, Chris. Yeah, that as well. So, so anyway, we've got three tiers for the for the actual <laughs> Patreon guys. If you do want to support us. You don't have to, but we really, really appreciate if you if you would uh, give us some support. Uh, the middle tier, again, is basically where you become an executive producer and uh, we'll give you a shout out on the show. And then the top tier is where me and Dave are going to, every month we're going to do a one-on show, especially for our tier three listeners, uh, a one-off show. And we're going to, you'll be a producer of the show and we'll also put in the show notes and we'll give you a shout out as well. And also, if you don't want to use Patreon, guys, you can support us through Anchor, which is our podcast hosting site. And we've got a supporter, a new one this week, Dave. We've got good old Kent Gustafson, who's actually supporting us. And we want to thank you there, Kent. Uh, it's another way, again, if you want to support us, make me and Dave improve. I don't know how we can, but we'll try our best. Oh, <laughs> so... I think we can quite a lot. But... <laughs> yeah, we can, Dave. But... <laughs> <laughs> but no, we just want to thank everyone for your support. We've been asked loads eager to start a patreon and we weren't sure you know what what we would do but we just felt it was the right time so if you want to support us we do we will appreciate all your support and help guys that's awesome and uh you know we're always going to be putting out free content that's not going to change we just want to do something a, a bit extra and i think for our first bonus episode I kind of actually there were two things that were joining up so i actually discovered a um a reality tv program uh which was actually done at my school now uh i wasn't featured on this uh for about a millisecond i'm in the background somewhere but this this was a school where i grew up so i'm gonna make chris watch it i've gone back and watched it this is from 1992 and you know we'll have a bit of a chat about that good stuff dave good so we will and i i've got a few up my sleeve that i've been watching dave housewives of new jersey things like that so i'm gonna get you on that whether you like it or not my friend so no thank you guys and as always if you want to follow the show at cd reality cast on social media if you want to email us cd at gmail.com and if you do like the show drop us a review because dave we have got a new review my friend haven't we we absolutely have and um also completely unprepared for this one. <laughs> I've just got it in front me. of me, Dave, so Have don't you got worry it? about so that. Have indeed. <laughs> it's just a nice short <laughs> one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, someone's pretty good at flicking through our messages very quickly, Dave. I can't say that I'm prepared, but, you know, I did my best. <laughs> this one is from AppGirl8989. Five out of five. Brilliant. Such an entertaining pair with witty and hilarious reality show recaps. Highly recommend. 
So thank you very much, App Girl. That's really, really nice. If you want to do the same, guys, get over there and drop us a review. Me and Dave will read it out on the show. I want to, again, Dave, brilliant. I want to thank you today, mate. It's been a bit of a classic. And we lead into the last few episodes. And uh, I can't wait, but I also think we're near the end ready. I think we've got one, haven't we? So only the, one. It's only the one left, I think. It'll feel like two, Dave. It'll probably be about three hours long, but yeah, we'll try our best. And then obviously, guys, tomorrow we've got Temptation Island as well, episode three, and that is definitely kicking off if some of the previews of what I've seen. Yeah, and so I'm thirsting, because honestly, I don't with all this drama, Chris, and not a lot of the good drama, I don't feel like, me personally, I don't feel at my witty best, um, whereas Temptation Island, I can just get into that, you know, big, you know, big load of junk food and beer <laughs> that's <Yeah>. what temptation <laughs> island is and so I, I actually can't next week honestly finally the bachelor is going to be a bit of a slog but temptation island genuinely can't wait that's the one dave right guys right dave i'll see you next time bye now 